Grit. G-R-I-T. Merriam-Webster defines grit as firmness of mind or spirit, unyielding courage in the face of hardship or danger. We would all like to say that we have grit, but when it comes to hardship, do we run or stay? To be successful in life, you have to be willing to endure tough moments and rejection. And if you've never had a tough moment, I'd love to know your secret. But for us regular people, things happen and we have to be ready to deal with all of those moments. Grit does not mean that we shouldn't allow ourselves to feel sad or hurt. In fact, you should feel sad or hurt when you deal with rejection or any sort of hardship. But don't let that pain paralyze you from moving on. Theodore Roosevelt said, it is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasm, the great devotions? Who spends himself in a worthy cause? Who, at the best, knows in the end of triumph of high achievement? And who, at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Grit is about daring greatly. It's about getting out of your comfort zone and going to a world that is unknown to you. Some of you guys may think, I, I don't have grit, so I guess that's it. I believe you can learn grit. Grit is a muscle that needs to be worked out, but you must start small. Build your confidence on smaller achievements. Make your bed every day for 365 days. Seems trivial, but actually very difficult to do. It takes no time at all, but sometimes we don't want to spend that time. Grit is about the willingness to do the things that we don't want to do, to go against our nature, which is to seek comfort. As you accomplish this task every day, affirm yourself that you are growing. Then take another risk in your life and stick it out. Keep building on your successes and eventually you will grow to have grit like a Marine. And maybe one day you'll start the business that you've always wanted to start or go after those New Year's resolutions and actually accomplish them like you've always hoped and dreamed. Hi everybody, welcome to the podcast. I hope you liked that opening segment. Um, you can watch the video that I made for that on my YouTube channel, which will be linked. Um, but I wanted to come and talk more about grit and just kind of my personal experiences with it um, and that idea of grit and really just kind of opening up about some times that have been tough and where I have learned how to gain grit and yeah, so let's just jump right into it. Um, so if you're listening to this and you don't know me, my name is Matthew Gatozzi, and uh, right now, currently, I 
produce videos and visual content for companies and I'm a freelancer and I have my own business doing that um, but I didn't always do that I actually was a professional dancer um, I trained for 14 years um, as a ballet dancer and performed professionally um, all over um, I'm originally from Boston, moved to Seattle, danced there for two years, and then moved here to Austin where I live now, um, and I was dancing for two years. Um, and so I think that that um, journey of, of, of going after that dream um, definitely, <laughs> definitely needed a lot of grit, uh, for sure. Um, because I think there was multiple times where I definitely could have given up. Um, so I started dancing as a kid and it was really, really awesome. And, you know, I really enjoyed it. Um, but as I grew older, um, you know, academics really started to become more and more intense. And I had to figure out, is this worth the sacrifice? Is this something that I want to be doing? Because I was training a ton and I was making school way harder on myself than, you know, most kids would probably want. And honestly, that I wanted. But at the same time, I saw a goal, which was to become a professional dancer. So in the meantime, I was willing to make high school feel like hell so that I could have just the opportunity, not even make it as a professional, but just have the opportunity to maybe make it as a professional. And that was honestly, high school for me was my training grounds of, do I have what it takes to make it? And um, it was really really hard um because i was basically waking up at 6 a.m to finish the homework that i didn't finish up from the night before to get to school um around 8 8 15 and then i would do a full day of school and um i would end around 2 30 to 3 15 depending on the day and then from there would i would start class uh ballet class at four o'clock and i would go to about eight uh, 8, 8.30, and then um, not make it home until about 9, 9.30, and start my homework. And then from there, would go um, and work till as late as I needed to, um, maybe closer to 11.30, 12 was my usual bedtime. Um, and I did this for many, many years, day in and day out. And when I was on school vacation, I just trained more. Um, I would go to these summer intensives and while everybody was vacationing, I was, you know, dancing 12 hours a day. And on the rare occasion that I wasn't dancing, I would be, have more time to study. Um, and so just kind of this everyday grind going, going, and going. Um, but that really built a work ethic in me that I needed that would push me to the next level. And so then I moved out to Seattle and um, there I danced like at least 40 hours a week, if not more, um, just depending on the day. And it was really, really hard physically. Um, it was definitely a jump. Um, but then also there's a mental game because at this point I was taking a risk. I wasn't going to university or any sort of college because I wanted to give myself the opportunity to basically, um, become a professional dancer and so i was basically in this program that was as an intern um 
for Pacific Northwest Ballet, and I was a professional division student there. So basically, you're a student, but also working with the company, hence the many, many hours, because you're doing student hours as well as, uh, like, rehearsals and performing hours. Um, so there were days where I was logging in 12 hours in <laughs> at Seattle Center um, dancing. Um, and But also, because I, I moved across the country... Um, to do this, it was a big sacrifice. And so there was a lot of, of pressure. Um, but then I was auditioning for companies. And so basically I would, you know, put, uh, I would get a resume together and an audition reel, like video reel. And I would send it out to, oh man, hundreds of companies, any company that had an email, I was sending it out to them. Um, and I would fly to San Francisco to do some auditions. Um, some ballet companies would, uh, come to Seattle to do some auditions. And basically I got rejected from all of them. There was one time I went all the way to Zurich, Switzerland to audition for Zurich, uh, ballet. And I went all the way there to get rejected. And that was just really tough. Um, because here I am training all these hours. I've sacrificed basically what is the security of university um, and all these other things for this one goal and dream that I've had for so many years as a kid growing up. And, you know, it's already just wild what I was doing. And so when it wasn't working out, it was just just really, really hard on me emotionally uh, mentally, and then I was also just expanding my body. I was putting my body into just insane hours, continuing to perform and train. Um, and it was one of my last auditions that I actually got a callback. And that may have been at least the hundredth audition. I don't even know. It was so, I mean, so, I'm telling you so many no's. So the percentage of me getting a yes was insane and it ended up being from Bally Austin and then I flew out there um, at the, after this callback to audition again and a week later I got a job and my dream as a, I've been dreaming for this one contract to happen and it happened but it took so many years of denying you know pleasure in the now um and it took so many years of just denying rejection and just saying i am going to do this i really really want this to happen and uh i mean i would have to i cannot say that it without people around me that were encouraging me that were just like just stoked for me helped me because there were so many moments where I just wanted to quit and just give up um, and felt like, dang, this is not going to happen. Um, but I think it's easy to look at that moment being like, okay, it's this, it was 2016 at the time and being like, all right, like I made it. But that it didn't, the journey didn't start at 2016. Like it didn't just happen at that one audition. Like I got to that point because of high school, because I was able to learn how what it means to push myself to 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 a world that I didn't even know you know it was the risks that I took to get there um and honestly the willingness to fail um and I mentioned Teddy Roosevelt in his quotation there and one of the things he's talking about is that like 
error is going to happen. Rejection is going to happen. Um, but basically, he's encouraging people to say, look, you have to be willing to be rejected in this journey. But because you take that risk, because you dare greatly, you won't be stuck with the people that are just never made a decision. You are going to decide today to take action. And I think part of grit is just taking action, is taking that leap. And um, in taking that leap every single day, regardless of how you're feeling about it, um, and, and allowing that why. And my why was that I really wanted to be a professional dancer. That's that was just my goal and dream and and that was what drove me even when I felt like I couldn't do it um and so that is just one thing and I think for me that that has helped me now um and so I I danced professionally at Ballet Austin for two years but I got injured and that sucked like hardcore because here I had trained for 14 years and I'm living the quote unquote dream. And now my window of opportunity as a professional dancer is just gone. Um, and so I was lost with my identity and I was struggling to go like, what the heck am I going to do? And, um, I had always been doing photos and videos and I knew that Basically, I always wanted to do this after my dance career, but I was thinking my dance career would be when I'm finished, when I'm 30 or 35, you know. Um, but here I am, 22, no college education, and I had been doing photos and videos, but not like full time. So I didn't feel like I was like an expert. Um, but I had to survive. I have to pay the bills somehow, and I wasn't gonna move back to Boston. And I said to myself, when I turned 22 on March 22nd, I was like, I'm going to give myself one year to do this full time. I'm going to jump right in head first and do one, any odd jobs to survive, but really try to make my business a full time thing. Give myself a year and see what happens. And so... I had taken a trip to Europe for two months and came back and I just jumped in right away. Um, and it's been about five months now and it's going great. I'm paying all my bills, which just like blows my mind. I'm not making, I'm not making, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars here, people, but you know, I'm making enough money where I can live. And that is an crazy, crazy accomplishment. Um, but I would definitely say that I am here where I am with my business now because of my dance career. So just like high school was a training ground for me to gain grit so that I could honestly just get used to rejection when it comes to auditions. Now, all those audition rejections have have built a, a certain strength in me where I'm like, I can go to every single company here in Austin and I will hit them up and them rejecting me, rejecting me is not a problem because I'm so used to sending emails and getting rejected <laughs> from dance companies. I'm so used to people, you know, analyzing my body and saying, ah, you're too big or you're too short or you're this or you're that, you know, um, or you're not good enough. So I've heard that for years already. And at the same time, I, I heard that for years, and yet I still found success, 
Regardless of if I got to dance for as long as I wanted to or, or hoped to, I did find a glimmer of success. And that is what I've held on to as I've switched my career and have switched what I'm doing because now I can use that and I can use that to my advantage, use that strength to my advantage. And it's worked out for the best. All of my opportunities have really come from some sort of set of cold contact emailing. And you know, so when I, when I, when you see, oh, Matt's doing a photography gig, uh, you know, at the airport with Brigo. Okay. That was my first ever client that also came after probably about 600 emails. They were like the, one of the last emails I sent, um, out of like the first like 500 and like maybe a few responded. They were the only one. So one in 500 responded and said, yeah, like we want to hire you. Do you see how crazy those like per- that percentage is? That's like less than one percent response rate saying responding and saying yes. Um, and so I wouldn't be able to to do that if I wasn't so used to rejection in the first place. And I think about like how can somebody else? How can you gain grit? How can I teach somebody to like? like do that is like start small and I think a lot of times I have had friends that come up to me like man how do you do this how do you do that and and I think my first response is like just do it you know but like that's not fair to say just do it like why can't you do this because I have been working out my muscle of rejection for like so many years and to expect somebody else to just kind of like Oh yeah, just be okay for rejection, you know? Like, how are you not okay with that? Um, I mean, I'm still not okay with that. Like, rejection still sucks, but I feel like I am used to it more so than other people that it's not, like, the worst thing ever and it's not crippling where I can't keep moving on. Um, So start small. Like I said in the video and in the segment, like, make your bed. Like, that junk is hard to do. Like, every day doing that, it's mundane, it's boring, it does not take a lot of time, but dang, it is hard to do that consistently. And you have to be consistently okay with doing stuff that you just do not want to do. And even, like, when it came to, like, trying to get my job with ballet, like, the point was for me to dance and, like, perform. Not to be my own agent, but there were no, you don't have an agent when you're trying to become a dancer. Like it's not that high level profiled, and it's also not that much money in it. So no one is gonna be an agent for a dancer because they're not gonna make a lot of money from it. They're gonna be for like an actor or a model or something like that. Um, so you, as a dancer, I had to be my own agent, and so there were so many things I didn't want to do. I don't want to send emails. Who wants to send emails? Granted, I actually really do like emails. I think it's a very organized system, but that's like not what I trained to do. I wasn't training 14 years as a dancer to send emails and send video links. I was training so that I would be good, so that I could perform and perform for people. Um, But I had to be okay with doing these mundane, terrible tasks and especially just gaining like a lot of um, rejection. And so if you're looking to build grit, 
I would say start small and build off of the successes. Again, like I wouldn't be able to take the risks that I am taking right now if it wasn't for my dance education and dance training and career. Like so much of what I've I've gained in my success comes from my teachers. Like I still to this day hit up my da- dance teachers and I'm like, thank you. Like, thank you for what you did. Like, I know I'm not dancing currently right now professionally, but I'm not going to like act as if that's not a part of me. You know, these successes and the failures, mostly failures, create who I am right now. These failures and these rejections that I gained also allow me to take risks because I am so used to those faults and getting, you know, look, people looking at my work and saying, eh, you know, we're not going to pay you for that. And there are plenty of times I've reached out to companies um, and I say, this is my work. I would love to work with you. No response or, hey, this is my work. And they're like, eh, we don't really see this as a good fit. Um, and so I'm constantly having to put myself out here in my new career as a photographer and videographer. And it's scary, but... I feel like because of my dancing and because of high school and stuff, I've had this grit to be willing to stick it out and just eat dirt. Um, and I can't, well, I can only like hope that for other people, you know, like, but you have, there's a perspective that you have to have. There's a perspective of, you know, you've got to see the end goal. What do you want in your life? Figure that stuff out. What do you want in your life? What do you want to see happen? And then how what's the what strength are you going to need to make those decisions to make those risks eventually and maybe you've always wanted to start a business but you're not at a place where you're willing to take that risk and that is okay but first of all you know you want to start a business and b you know how much strength it's going to need to take to you know how much strength it's you need to take uh to make that move so it's time to work out. It's time to build that strength so that you're ready to make that risk when you, the time comes. And that starts with very simple tasks. It's, it's about building habits. It's about living through the mundane, putting yourself out there on smaller you know, realms before you put yourself out there on bigger realms. Again, I wouldn't have been able to move across the country at 18 to Seattle if it wasn't for all the things that I went through in, in, in high school that gave me the confidence of like, Hey, you know what? I was training 25 hours on top of, you know, going to school full time at a very rigorous school. Um, I, I think I could give myself the shot or the opportunity to, to dance at least full time in Seattle and maybe hopefully get a professional contract from there. And then I built on that. And so then I went to Seattle I was dancing way more and I was getting casted for things. I was not getting casted for things. And that allowed me to build up enough strength to kind of foster the rejection for two years from so many companies to maybe get that one contract, which I did. And I that helped me build on this success that I have found in changing careers. And all this stuff is just building blocks of strength. Um, and it's amazing to look back and see what I've been able to experience and what I've been able to 
accomplished through all these failures. Um, but it's been very, very special for me. And uh, if I could just be of any help to you, um, please reach out to me. I, I mean, I want to be the, the point of this podcast and my video series is that we're all trying here just trying to understand how to grow up. And maybe you're not, you know, a 20 something year old, maybe you're a 40 or 50 year old. And, and that's cool. Like, I, I'm glad you're listening to this because I am just trying to help everybody and anybody that's listening to this. I don't have all the answers, um, but I have experience in my life and things that I'm trying to just reflect on. And then how can I build from my past, my future? And I want other people to build um, their futures, bright, bright futures, um, regardless of whatever happened in their past. And it starts from looking back and learning from that and and then building forward and dreaming and um it takes grit to get to the things that we want to accomplish and you've got to have that perseverance you just have to be willing to keep moving forward um and 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 so start small and then start taking those bigger risks um i think it's easy to look at all these people and you're like dang like they took these risks like i don't have that it's like well, they take these big risks, but that's after, you know, huge, like many, many years of like being like in, you know, the trenches of whatever they're doing, whatever field um, that they're in. And so you have to, you can't just look at that one decision and be like, wow, I'm not going to make, you know, the next big app or this or that or the next big business. It's, they were in the trenches of so many other businesses. They were learning, they were being rejected, they were going through hardship to the point where they were able to gain enough strength to then take that risk that changed their life and and maybe you're in those in the trenches now and and stay in there live it like learn from it like embrace those trenches because then you'll be able to take the risks and 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 stick it out uh for the time for the future um and, and that's where you're gonna just see so much success and i'm excited just to see what risks I'm going to take in the future, especially in 2019 and what I need to do to stick it out. Um, and I'm just very, very excited just to see where life takes me. Um, so thanks so much for joining on this journey. If you like this podcast, please follow along. Um, again, I also make videos of this, um, and I'm going to link it. You can see all the stuff on my website. You can listen to it on Spotify and on anchor as well as watch my video on YouTube. So please, um, uh, to support me, I would really appreciate just a subscribe and a follow. Um, that would just help generate the numbers, um, and, and build an audience that, uh, I would be very excited to just to talk to. I've been doing this, um, I've been making a video every day for over a hundred days now, and this is my second podcast. Um, well, actually, third podcast. Um, and I'm going to be making a podcast and video every single day, just talking about my life. And and I'm just excited that you're here listening, and it really, really means a lot to me. Um, and so, if if you could just follow along, that would go a long, long way for me. Um, and if you want to share this, that would really, really uh, mean a lot to me. So thank you so much if you've taken the time to listen um, to my stories and uh, and my crazy self. And uh, we're just doing life together. And uh, I hope that uh, I can be of help, inspiration, 
um, or just the voice that you're listening to. And um, yeah, guys, thanks so much for listening. And I'll see you. I won't see you. Well, you can see me on the next episode on my YouTube channel uh, tomorrow. And uh, I'll be on a podcast tomorrow. So thanks, guys, so much for listening. And uh, till tomorrow, peace and love.